listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 168 for November 23rd, 2017. This week, we talk about taking cold showers, Faraday cages, replaying video games, K-pop in the USA, Thanksgiving foods, and our ideal self-care days. So stick around for The Show. One, two, three, clap. Ooh, that was loud. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy birthday! (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It's only American Thanksgiving. (laughs) When was Canadian Thanksgiving? Was that in October? Listen, it's not real Thanksgiving unless you murdered a whole bunch of indigenous people right after the dinner. Okay. Okay, I need some Canadians to... Okay, so Canadian Thanksgiving was October 8th. So, like, they are... They're they're probably, like, way... They're way more into the Christmas spirit than we are right now because we're we're still... What's the deal? With Canadian Thanksgiving. Well, this was my question. I sound like a stand-up comedian. What's the deal? What's the deal with with Canadians? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm curious. Who killed more indigenous people? Was it the Canadians during Canadian Thanksgiving? Or was it, I'm assuming it's America, because we're really good at wiping out people. That aren't is that us. what they're celebrating? Uh, no, is that I, what the Canadians are celebrating? I, I, don't think, I, have no, I don't think so. I have no idea what their Thanksgiving is. I just know that I don't know nothing. <laughs> All I know is nothing. <laughs> All I know is I don't know nothing. Uh, let's, That's the Arkansas excuse. Let's check Wikipedia. Thanksgiving Canadian Day. Canadian Thanksgiving. Celebrates the harvest and other blessings of the past year. Thanksgiving has been officially celebrated as an annual holiday in Canada since November 6, 1879. The date was not fixed, blah, blah, blah. It's the third Monday in October, blah, blah, blah. This has, this is a, this looks like it was just created by the government. Yeah, this looks, this looks like a fake Thanksgiving. It is weird. Um, God, you learn so much, like, history in kindergarten is, like, making really horrible, like, Indian headdresses out of, like, paper bags. Oh, yeah. You know? And you're like, oh, this is a fairy tale Thanksgiving. Everyone was happy. And then you're in the back of your mind, you're like, well, if everyone was happy, where are the Native Americans right now? I don't see any in this room. Exactly. And then you find out later, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Oh, we killed them all and assimilated them into Uh our culture and forced them to only speak English and destroyed their language. Really great things to think about. I guess. So I'm thankful that um, uh, I get to do this podcast with you and that I'm still alive, surprisingly, and that I'm not in a complete winter snowstorm right now because it's actually so warm in Missoula right now that we got a bunch of rain today. There's no snow. It's just rain. But I'm sure that'll change. Um, It's crazy because like a couple weeks ago, I had to put my snow tires on my car because there were like, you know, four or five inches of snow out and I couldn't drive anywhere. But now everything's dry. Are those like chains? Well, no. I um, don't know what snow tires are. So it's, it's interesting because as someone that grew up in like literally Antarctica, snow tires are so common to me. I thought everyone had to use them. No, apparently you don't need snow tires in like Did uh, you know Arizona. That it doesn't snow everywhere? I know. It's, cr- it's it's weird to me because there's people out there who have never seen snow and I see it every goddamn year. I'm sick of it. That is weird to me how there are people who haven't seen snow. Like even growing up in Arkansas, it snowed like once or twice a year. Yeah, like but I, I mean, I guess the fucking you live in Phoenix or, you know, wherever. Um, So snow tires... There's two different types of snow tires. Well, there's, I guess, we're, when I talk about snow tires, I'm talking about studded snow tires. and um, Gripsies. Right? Crazy. Uh, and apparently, in some states, you can't have studded snow tires at all because they're really bad for the road. Like, because yeah. th- they have things sticking out of them. But um, there's some snow tires that you can have that are, like, like rubber. They're little rubber studs that are on your tire that help with traction. But in Montana, those rubber ones don't really work on, like, icy roads. And so we have, like, steel studs in our tires. They're, like, steel fucking bullets in our tires. Yeah. To like grip onto the ice, it's crazy, but it just it damages the hell out of the roads. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, but we need that them because we, we need them to like go to work in the morning when it's like black ice out. Ah, um, oh, yes. But or to go to school. I never had a snow day in school. I had to. I remember waking up one day. I probably told the story every goddamn year. I remember waking yeah. up one day in high school and it was twenty below zero, and I had to shovel my car out of my driveway and I had to drive to school because it wasn't canceled. So. It was like that in Philly, and that pissed me off. I hate that so much. It's so annoying. It was annoying. annoying. I was like, literally, the road is made out of ice. It's dangerous, too. Like, I only had to drive, like, a mile to the fucking train, Mm -hmm. and it was like, it took me, like, an hour to get there. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, why? 
Why but, can't I just like stay home and drink hot cocoa and sleep the entire day? Like, come on. So what are you doing for uh, tea day? For tea day, I'm visiting some some old relatives, um, visiting some grandparents. One is, I think they're, how old are they now? They're like 86 and 96. They're 10 years apart. Oh, wow. And they, we usually have Thanksgiving at their house. Um, but yeah, no, there's going to be some family there and whatever. It's like, it's, it's this time of the year where the old grandparents are finally like starting to deteriorate. So it's more important for everyone to kind of show up because it's, we know it's not going to last for, you know, ever, you know, we can, mm-hmm. we can see that light at the end of the ton- tunnel in like not a good I'm way. sure they see it a mm-hmm. lot better than you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I am sure they see it. Um, so it's important to like, for us to go and, and hang out with the, the grandparents. They always have like a really good dinner and it's nice to hang out with some extended family, but I'm always nervous because I am socially anxious and I don't like talking to extended family members and having them jab into my personal life. Um, but I guess I just don't talk to them. Well, that's a really good thing. I think what helps is, and I talked about this because we, I started this podcast. We did this podcast when I was like 12 or whatever. I wasn't drinking yet, but now I'm, I'm an old fart. And I, I realized that, wow, if I just drink a glass of wine while I'm talking to people, it really helps me not want to, you know, bolt out of the room and run away and never talk to these people again. Um, that liquid courage, uh, so to speak. So I'll be sipping on that wine and talking myself up and trying to have a good old time while I stuff my face with like turkey and mashed potatoes and stuff. Well, I know that you and your your boy, your beau, aren't going to be hanging out for Thanksgiving, right? Or is that or you're not hanging out for Christmas? I don't remember. No, we're going up to New York together for oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, you're going to have for so Christmas, much fun. For Christmas, we're going to our home states. But mm. uh, uh, we've stayed with, uh, he's got a, a f- some friends up there. They're a couple. And we've stayed with them before. We're going to stay with them for Thanksgiving. They're cooking a big meal and stuff. And so it'll be a lot of fun, I think. Oh my God, but, I'm so excited. I love a Friendsgiving way more than a, than a, like a yeah. Thanksgiving with like old people. Well, I wanted to like... Like Thanksgiving is such a weird holiday because I was brought up with us like doing it was almost like a pre-Christmas. Oh, it was like okay. a it was like a big deal holiday growing up. Like Easter and Thanksgiving and Christmas were like the big ones. Oh. We all went to grandma's and then we went to the other grandparents and mm-hmm. like every single person. It was a big was travel there. day. Yeah, it was like a really big deal. And then like I haven't really spent a Thanksgiving with my family in a while. Like last year I was in Chicago. Um, in Philly, I didn't come home. And the, even the year before I went to Philly, yeah. I didn't, I went somewhere else. And I don't know. It feels like, like Thanksgiving and Easter, I feel like I'm expected to fly home still. And I really? don't. Yeah. It's like my sister's going back to Arkansas with her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like maybe Easter I would, because it's like, it's sort of another midway point right? You know, b- before Christmas. But I, it's weird. Thanksgiving just doesn't it doesn't mean the same thing to me now that I'm an, an adult. And I used to hate it so much. Mm-hmm. I hated that Thanksgiving and Christmas were so close because it was like I have to see my relatives and then I have to see them like immediately after. Yeah, exactly. Well, when I was living on the East Coast, when I was living in Boston, um, I think my my school schedule was like I had to go to school Monday, Tuesday and then Wednesday I had off and then Thursday was Thanksgiving and then I had Friday off. So I had like five days or so, which isn't a long, it's not a long amount of time, especially when you live, you know, like 2000 miles away from home. So it's a situation for me. And I feel like it's a situation for a lot of people that live um, in America that live that are like in college and they don't live close to home. And it's like, you know, a thousand dollar fucking plane ride to get home or five hundred dollars or whatever. It's like it's a big chunk of change. They have to really decide between, OK, do I want to go home for Thanksgiving for only five days or would I rather like go home for Christmas when I have like an entire month off from school and it's always Christmas. So that's why I think a lot of Friendsgiving sort of situations happened um, because you hang out with your your friends in college or wherever you're living because it's too expensive to fly home for just five days um, to go to Thanksgiving when you're going to see everyone pretty much the same, you know, you're going to see a lot of the same people for Christmas a month later. Um, I think also like our generation is kind of changing for. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it's been changed for a while because I know people in like their 30s and 40s who don't, who just have friends giving. Like mm-hmm. they don't go see their parents. They don't see any other relatives. Like I feel like... I kind of feel like it happens to a lot of people like in your mid 20s and like early 30s, you just you like drift away from like your relatives, totally. like your your cousins, your aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I don't really see them anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't. And, you know, I don't really 
I guess have a reason to. I well, don't know. Well, the thing is, like, like, you don't live close to them anymore. Like, you no, know, I mean, I didn't really live close to them in Arkansas, even. Yeah, like, it was. It was an it was an effort to see cousins and aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just I don't know. I think the more becoming you grow up, the more weird. you yeah. Becoming an adult is very weird, but the more you grow up, I feel like the more you start choosing the your own family in the sense where you choose like family that you want to hang out with because I feel like you're you're less forced by your parents or by social norms growing up to like go home and visit the homophobic relatives or like like the old people or whatever. I it, it definitely depends on the different fi- family dynamic that you have, but if you I feel like that you definitely have more power to choose who you hang out with in those important semi-important holidays the older you get because you're more independent. And so I think it's great that you're that you're going to have Thanksgiving with your with your beau in New York. That's so like East Coast. Oh my god, I'm jealous. I had a Thanksgiving in Long Island one Thanksgiving when I was dating that that boy in New York and it was so much fun and we had so much food and it I didn't I didn't miss my parents at all I had a great fucking time like I probably it just doesn't mm. seem like a it doesn't seem like a big deal holiday to me anymore like well, as yeah. much as and when I talk to other people like people are like really Easter's like a big deal holiday for you and I'm like yeah that, like yeah that's a, what I'm it thinking was right now up like that yeah like I was like even some of my other friends in Arkansas they're like it was never a big deal to me and I was like we all like even I haven't been to church in like t- 10 plus years. Oh, wow. But like my dad will want us to all go for Easter. Oh, like, but Easter's Easter the worst one because isn't it like the three hour mass or whatever? Or is that well, just me? We're not we're not Catholic. Oh, so OK, OK. It's just it's just a regular sermon, except they do the like eating. Do they eat a bunny live on stage? Well, I wish. Good God, <laughs> I wish. Some of the spice up. Yeah, that fucking shit. Give me some entertainment. Jesus. Oh, I had this realization today that I when I would that I was like an adult, like mm. we uh, Justin helped out someone with something and we got a nice bottle of wine as a gift for that. Oh, that is when, you know, like and I was like, oh, like we don't drink <laughs> <laughs> for one thing. But then I was like, whoa, it's sitting on my desk right now. I was like, I don't. What kind of I wine is it? Know. Robert Mondavi. Who? It, it may d- not be. It may not be super fancy. You know what fancy means to me? It's not a screw top. Okay. Oh. I don't think we have a corkscrew. Oh my like god! I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, I knew that you you didn't really drink anymore, but I didn't know that Justin didn't drink. No, I we're not. A, we're you not, two are the most drinkers. boring people. I find it absolutely <laughs> lovely. Oh, honey, I'm just so sorry that you need alcohol to socialize with people. Honestly, I'm not because I'd rather have the alcohol than like be completely petrified of my extended family for no reason. That's what cell phones are for. That's true. I just stay on my cell like and that even avoids me having to talk to them. Mm hmm. Like, ever since smartphones have been around, I have not had to socialize with my relatives. <laughs> God bless America. I know. It's great. I don't know how I made it through holidays before cell phones. Well, if you're listening to this, this is getting posted on American Thanksgiving, which is just an American holiday. So it's just a Thursday for you everywhere else in the world. So happy Thursday and happy Thanksgiving for everyone else. Um, question, I guess. Question for you. Um, yeah. Is there a typical thanksgiving item when you were growing up because you said the thanksgiving was important to you it was it was a a situation in your family um is there a an either an item that was traditional to your house that wasn't really traditional on like a regular thanksgiving feast menu or is there a um an, an item a food item for thanksgiving that could be typical but it was your favorite growing up Well, we always had this stuff at grandma's house and we just called it green stuff. We didn't know what it was. That sounds ominous as fuck. Even grandma called it green stuff. (laughs) I think it's, hold on, ambrosia salad. Oh, that sounds Ambrosia salad. Look, if you even look it up online, it's like pink. It's not even fucking green. Yeah, what is this? Watergate salad. It's got like marshmallows in it. It's made, there's like fruit in it. It, it's it looks kind of like mashed up like fruit jello but like yeah, creamy it does. yeah there's like a bunch it's of maraschino weird. cherries in it a bunch of like dried fruit it's it was weird and grandma made it every year and i'm not entirely sure who ate it i don't know if i ever saw anyone ate it but like we still remember it and we still talk about it every thanksgiving and then um we have this tradition where we make a thanksgiving wish Oh, what? And that started when you're the whole family was fed up. And so we went to Ryan's. 
Ryan's still exists. Do you know what that is? Um, I know of Ryan's. I've never been to a Ryan's because isn't Ryan's a very like Southern thing? I guess so. It's like Golden Corral, but like even worse. Yeah. Oh know? my god. We had a Golden Corral open up in my <laughs> um in in the the town I grew up in, and I think it was around for less than a year before it closed down. It was really sad. <laughs> but I went to it, and goddamn, I mean, they had really love. good honey butter. I was so oh, obsessed with the honey butter. I spent a Thanksgiving in Georgia at a Golden Corral one year. Like that's how much. Like just seeing my fr- seeing when my friend. That's Elizabeth how much it matters now. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> weird. We were on an island, like in Georgia. I don't even know what was going on. It sounds but like a anyway, nightmare. Uh, what was oh yeah, we were at Ryan's and we were all really young and we told our cousin that everyone got a Thanksgiving wish <laughs> and she wouldn't tell us what hers was and then I started choking on a grape. Oh my she, god. <laughs> and she said, That was my Thanksgiving <laughs> wish. <laughs> oh, your family's funny. I was like, uh oh. Uh oh. Well, I guess. We used to like throw grass in her hair and tell her it was spiders, so I really deserved it. So, wow. I'm sure she's fucked up in the head now. <laughs> she's like two years younger than me. She was, she's hilarious. Oh, Lord. But so was, I guess ambrosia salad. Do you? So, okay. Ambrosia salad. It was, I'm looking it up right now, and there's ambrosia salad, which is red. And then there's this like other salad that's like green. Watergate? Yeah. Is that what Watergate. You're so what is is the Watergate stuff the stuff that you ate or is I it, think we had ambrosia salad. Why I was think it green. It, I don't know. That is the question of the day. Ugh. That's the question of the day. I don't know why it was green. Oh my I don't God. know what this this yeah, I was looking at this Watergate one too. It was it's like in the, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. What wait, what's in this? Maybe this maybe it was like a mixture of the two. Oh. <laughs> Did anyone eat it? Did you enjoy it? Did you eat it? Oh my god! It was yeah. It was like pistachio flavoring. I, maybe that's what made it green. I think I used to like get it for the marsh. I would pick out the marshmallows. Mm, yeah, that, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, that was it. Um, for me, what about you? So this was a this was a tradition. I don't know. I, I mean, I have a horrible memory. So excuse me if I talked about this like two years ago when we did a Thanksgiving podcast. But um, my mom's family is uh they hail from sweden or whatever and a lot of swedes came over to like minnesota north dakota and a big tradition in that area is just like casseroles you can casserole eyes anything or a hot dish um and so there was a when we had thanksgiving at my mom's parents house when they were alive uh, my grandmother made this um it was kind of a dessert dish and it was it was like a blueberry crumble, only it was made with like blueberries and like jello. And it was called, and I don't I don't remember, like I, I've never heard it called by any other name but this. In our family, it was called blueberry yuck. And Ooh, <laughs> blueberry, it sounded good until you tell me what it was called. Blueberry yuck. And I think the only reason why that it's called blueberry yuck is because like no one liked it, but like my uncle. And so, and so my grandma would make it. And then, like, she would have some, and, like, my grandfather would have some, and then I think my uncle would have some. So she would make a little thing of blueberry yuck. But it was always so funny because it was always called blueberry yuck. I think it was just some sort of, like, blueberry jello, like, casserole with, like, a crumble on top dessert dish. But I never liked it. But I guess a lot of Does other it, people didn't was like it, it. Was it, like, a texture thing? Because, like, it sounds pretty good like i, I love it, jello i love blueberries i think it was a texture thing for me actually i probably growing up if it wasn't called blueberry yuck and it, that wasn't instilled in my brain i probably would have enjoyed it just fine but i grew up with blueberry yuck th- assuming that it was yucky um but i i'm not a big f- jello with fruit pieces in it sort of person so no, that's probably no, no. what got it for me it just seems wrong right like i want it it's an Something about the gelatin like makes the fruit like a weird texture. Yeah, it's like I don't know. And then the mix of like like biting into Jello in general is a weird sensation. And then you add like, like, like mouth- more firm pieces of fruit in it, and it's like I don't know. I don't like it. Ugh. Yeah, it's just it throws the whole situation off. I'm not a fan. I not a fan. Not a fan. Is there a, so those are two very interesting dishes. Did did you have like a favorite? Like what is your go to dish at Thanksgiving that you always go for first? Um, green bean casserole. Oh, I love green bean casserole. Fuck. It's always been made at like, like, I don't think it's ever been at my grandma's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But like whenever I've had Thanksgiving somewhere else, we there's a green bean casserole and I love that. Oh, my God. I love it. Like, you know, follow the recipe on the back of the green bean can. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it best. Yeah. 
Oh my god! That I just really weird. like casseroles. Anything with like cheese on it. Yeah, you could add cheese to basically anything and put it in a casserole dish and bake it, and it's probably going to end up at least somewhat edible. Oh, and um, cranberry sauce. Ooh, you're a cranberry sauce fan. It's weird. I don't really know what cranberry sauce is. I think it's just like muddled cranberries with probably sugar in it. I mean, it's like jello though, right? I mean, it's like, it's not jello, but it's like gelatinized. Yeah, I'm I'm curious if it's like, if it has gelatin added to it or if they add like pectin to like firm it up. Yeah. Or I wonder if- It's like definitely not sauce. It's weird that it's called cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's weird because it's called cranberry sauce, but it comes in a can- and like you, it oh the sound that cranberry sauce makes when it like is coming out of the can, it's like a like like a dick <laughs> slipping out of your asshole. Also that yes, that is a perfect analogy that I didn't want. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> like a wet luby dick <laughs> flopping when it's gone flaccid and flopping out of there. Next time I imagine someone doing <laughs> anal or I'm watching porn, I'm just gonna imagine cranberry sauce just slurping out of the can and i'm just gonna close my laptop and go to church <laughs> that's a good idea oh my good god idea. green bean casserole is really good um i i liked i was always a big mashed potato person which is like so like white person 2017 but when i got older um i just like really got into brussels sprouts and i love brussels sprouts with like bacon and um salt and pepper and you like grill them in, uh, under the broiler for a while Something about Brussels sprouts, I just like I hit a point in my life and I was like, oh, wow, these are really delicious. So I think Brussels sprouts is one of those things kind of like broccoli. I feel like a lot of kids were like trained growing up to not like broccoli by like the media and their parents when they haven't like had it right. before. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, I, I, this is like a conspiracy. The broccoli well, and conspiracy. also it tastes horrible. It literally tastes like grass. OK, I, I love broccoli. I think it tastes like delicious. just plain steamed broccoli. I mean, n- no, usually I grill I'm it. Sure You've got to smother it in cheese, don't you? I mean, it's either like cheese oh, yeah. or olive oil. I love a broccoli cheddar soup. That's I like that a lot. Yeah, like I can eat it in that form, but like taking a bite out of broccoli and also like those little things on top get everywhere. That's true. Like when you're cutting it up. Yeah. Yeah. They're just everywhere. It bothers me. It bothers me. It bothers me. me. Well, now I'm hungry. Fuck. I had Brussels sprouts for like the first time this year. Oh, really? Did you like them? (laughs) They were okay. They were a little big. It was hard to eat it. Yeah. You got to cut them into like fourths. Yeah. Yeah. But I, don't I know. think I'm just dumb. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You found someone that likes you just as dumb as you are. <laughs> so. Justin cooks and I clean. It's like literally perfect. So. Oh, oh, God bless. You're such a little housewife. We're doing cat. Did I talk about us doing cattle corn? You talked to me about it after we recorded the podcast last week, oh, but I don't okay. think you talked about it to the to the listeners. I think we've got it perfected. We've been making. <gasps> oh my God. It took us a, like on the third or fourth try. We finally got it right. But so that shit's hard. Are you going to give your recipe? Or are you going to keep it a secret? I mean, you just pour sugar in the popcorn. <laughs> but it know? took you four <laughs> tries, so obviously you had to do something. You have to see. I don't know. I have never before I met Justin not cooked micro, not cooked popcorn like not in a microwavable bag. Mm-hmm. That just blows my mind that you it can comes cook popcorn in, in a pot. It's crazy. It blows my mind. So you put it in the pot. Justin's really one who cooks it, so I shouldn't be telling this recipe. <laughs> You're gonna people are gonna burn their fucking kitchens down listening to you. It's like right when it starts popping, then we dump in the sugar. Gotcha. And then you have to like super shake it mm-hmm. so that it like doesn't fucking burn. Because we burned it the first few times we made it and it was it was awful. Yeah, and I'm sure the cleanup wasn't fun because it's like all like no. burnt to the bottom of the pan or the pot. Yeah. You just soak it overnight and yeah, that's it's true. Fine. I have a whirly pop that I got as a as a present like three years ago as a gag gift. And it's like it has like a little turny thing. So it like keeps the popcorn kernels moving. You don't have to shake it. You just like turn a handle. It's super, yeah, yeah. super I easy. I saw Martha. I saw my girl Martha using one. Oh, Martha. Is she and Snoop still like BFFs? I heard that that show is still going on, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I kind of like forgot about it. And I wish that I like remembered it because I feel like it'd be really enjoyable to watch but I just never I'm sure you can find it on is it on VH1 or something that sounds like a VH1 something it does but I don't know if it is who knows Um, knows? I don't know man let me ask you a question oh Joe asked you a question oh don't did I trigger you (laughs) (laughs) oh the Thanksgiving trigger podcast brought to you by Sam and Joe um this is a little train your brain situation oh god (laughs) do you ever take cold showers 
I don't think I've ever taken a cold shower in my life unless the hot water heater was broken. Right. Like even if it even if it is like 105 outside and yeah. the water cannot be cold, that's just uncomfortable. I, no. OK. No, I retract my statement. I've taken lukewarm showers when I have a sunburn on my back. OK. OK. But otherwise, but, I have like no other reason to. So you've only taken one with reason. Yes. OK. OK. Um, I found this article that talks about this paper that was published in 2016 about how cold showers affect health and work. I feel like this so is what they propaganda. Did, it is. This is just like my <laughs> mattress conspiracy for one thing. Oh, okay? God. Here we this go. This doesn't have a, as happy of an ending, though. Mm. OK. So they got 3000 people who uh, were not used to taking cold showers, of course, because mm-hmm. who the fuck is? Yeah. Uh, they were assigned into four groups. So every day for 30 days, the first group had to end their warm shower by showering cold for 30 seconds. The second group had to cold shower for 60 and the third for 90. And the fourth group were just warm showers. They just showered like they normally would. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after the 30 days, they spent it. They all showered how they normally would in warm showers, uh, just to like compare and yeah. contrast what they were doing. Um, it says at the end of the period, they discovered an interesting finding. The people who had taken the cold showers took 29% fewer sick days than the others, but they didn't actually feel ill any less often. What? So they were more likely to go to work even if they were sick because... It's supposed they had grown used to being uncomfortable. Okay. uh, Wow. So the cold showers make you hate your life more and make you deal with things. (laughs) Basically, I guess they were seeing, I don't like, what are the situations when people tell you to take a cold shower? Like, are you supposed to take a cold bath when you have a fever or like an ice bath? Yeah. Maybe in like the Victorian ages, I guess. I feel I don't like know. people tell you to take a cold shower when you can't wake up in the morning, right? Isn't that the or typical like thing? Or like when you're horny. Is that a and thing? You don't need, yeah. Like oh, if someone, yeah, well, I think like, you know, if you see someone with a boner, which I don't, you know, you don't look at everyone's boners, okay? Okay. And no one has presented their boner to me in public. Okay. But, but people are like, well, or if like someone's talking like, ooh, they're hot, blah, blah, blah. You're like, oh, take a cold shower, honey. Oh, okay. Take that a cold sense. shower. Take a cold shower. Get your shower. boner out of my face. <laughs> Get, swipe it away. Get that out of here. Swipe it away. Oh, my Get God. Get water. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, I feel like this is very interesting because... Um, something that I didn't realize because I grew up in America, in the United States of America, because I'm American. Um, mm-hmm. uh, where am I going with this? Okay, here's where I'm going. Uh, I always drink my water ice cold with ice. And apparently that's not good for you. Apparently it's way better for you to digest warm water instead of cold water uh, when you're drinking it. And I, I don't I don't like drinking warm water. I think it tastes gross. So I like well, I'll always have my water on ice. Here's my thing about that. I've heard this, too. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any science to back it up with, mostly because I haven't <laughs> wanted to see any yeah, science to back it up Mostly because I've with. blocked all the scientific websites. <laughs> I don't go on science, okay? I go mm-hmm. with my heart. Mm-hmm. I go with my feelings. <laughs> and uh, I, in my mind, I'm like, well, if you don't feel refreshed from drinking your fucking awful, lukewarm, tepid water. Tepid. Then you're oh, not- word of the day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Then you're not, then it's useless anyway. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm not going to feel refreshed. Yeah, I drink water to be refreshed. Mm -hmm. And even then, I don't really drink water. I need sugar in it, you know? I I love drinking my ice cold water that also has Coke and cherry flavoring. (laughs) Yeah, I, I have begun keeping... Like, so when I moved in here, Justin doesn't have ice trays or like an ice maker or anything. And I was like, what is going on? You need to go to Daiso ASAP and get some ice trays. Well, I did. He had some ice trays like in the back, but they had like never been used. So I cleaned them and I filled them with ice. Wow. Do you know who you're dating? Someone who doesn't use ice? (laughs) He uses a soda stream. Oh, okay. Fancy. So, like, he keeps the carbonated water in the fridge mm-hmm. with the juices he mixes with it. Oh. But, like, sometimes I just still want ice. Like, I especially like to put canned drinks in the freezer for, like, 20 minutes before I drink them. Oh, I love that. And then they're, like, super cold. Super like, there fucking is cold. nothing more refreshing than, like, a freezing cold cola. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it cola because I'm not going to endorse anyone unless they are paying me uh, do you have a preference between coca-cola and pepsi 
Well, my heart goes with Pepsi because Britney Spears. Because Britney Spears, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have, yeah, 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 yeah. But my mind, my stomach, and my taste buds go with uh, Cherry Coke. I think I agree with you. Yeah. Cherry Coke. Mm, that's good. My one. sister really loves vanilla Coke, and I, I can't get on that bandwagon. I don't know. Something about Do it. Do you it's remember when I remember being in middle school and everybody was drinking vanilla Dr. Pepper? And I was oh. like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. I was never a Dr. Pepper fan. It was just way too sweet for me. Yeah, it's very, it's like a sweet cough syrupy sort of situation. And like, I don't know, if I got offered a Dr. Pepper and I was on a desert island and I I didn't have anything else to drink, I'd drink it. But otherwise, I'll pass. I'll go with my ice water. I'd slap it out of your hand. Get that out of here, god damn it. I would spit in your face with what little (laughs) spit I had left. Oh, Lord. Where where were we at? I don't know where we were, what we were talking Uh, about. We were talking about cold showers. Oh, that made me think, though. Mm -hmm. Like... I've read before that it's good to switch up your routine. Like getting into a routine makes your brain like too comfortable. Mm. So like you're supposed to like brush your teeth with your left hand or whatever hand you don't use every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Like put on your shoes the way you the opposite way you would not like on the wrong feet because that would be dumb. But, you know, okay. put on your left foot. Left shoe first. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put on your I shoes and then your socks. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, put your my underwear socks don't on fit over. over my shoes. <laughs> Pants oh, and then Sam. underwear. Oh, Sam. You know? Oh, I need to. I I want to start doing stuff like that, but I just never think of it. Mm-hmm. It requires thinking in order to realize those things. I just like routine. All right. Uh, that also reminds me when I was in Europe um, for a month after high school. Um, all the water that I got didn't have ice in it. And I was so confused. But apparently in Europe, European listeners, um, let me know if I'm wrong. But like, y'all don't like ice cold drinks. I think think we're savages. I think we are savages. I think we are the the outliers here wanting ice cold beverages or beverages ice cold with ice in them. I feel like that's a very Americanized thing. You know. What? I read. You read? (laughs) I read that. So when people make fun of our American accents, we are actually closer to what like earlier British people sounded like. Oh, so the Brits are the savages. They changed over time Mm. and we stayed the same. Interesting. So like whenever a British person makes fun of your American accent, you should you just be like, well, your fucking ancestors (laughs) gave it to me. This is from you. Oh, I didn't make this up. Well. Well, now I that's, know. That's your news of the day, kid. Well, I okay. I don't know anything about about French, but I heard that like Quebecois in like Quebec French to people in France speaking French, it's like talking. It's like it's it's like the way that the people in Quebec speak French. Apparently, it's like more old timey compared to France French because mm. they they after the French were in Quebec or whatever, and the languages kind of went off in different directions. Um, they could, I'm pretty sure they can understand each other, right? French people, let me know. But is like, what's the difference between Quebecois French and France French? But I'm pretty sure what I was reading was that Quebecois French is like more like old timey. Not really old timey, but I feel like that it's like they use bigger words to describe things. I don't know. It's, it's more complex. I don't know what the word I'm trying to look for. It's different. That's what I'm trying to say. It's different. Oh, honey, we have got some uh, Canadian French speakers li- who listen, and oh, yeah. I'm sure they will jump to correct you if oh, you're Oh, I'm wrong. sure. I'm ready. Please. Okay. Yeah. Please I'm correct sure my sorry American mm-hmm. ass. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Lord. Have you ever wanted to crawl inside a big Faraday tent with Colonel Sanders on top of it? No, but I saw the, I saw a picture of it, <laughs> and I was too afraid to click it on Reddit. Oh, I clicked it. Oh, so it was so what the, nice. Okay, I didn't fir- see it on Reddit, though. The first thing I thought of was this has to be a Japanese thing, but I wasn't sure. That was my, Yeah, that was my thought, too. I don't see anything about Japan on it, though. But they're really into uh, KFC on Christmas. Yeah, it's like you have to like reserve your KFC bucket a year in advance in Japan if you want it for Christmas. It's crazy. They do. Uh, we've got a friend here, and, and he does Popeyes at his like Christmas parties. Ooh. I know. I I'd like, love. Okay, Fuck. Holy yeah. shit. That sounds really good. Um, but yeah, it's called uh, the Internet Escape Pod. KFC is calling it. It features Colonel Sanders. Well, it's a Faraday cage. It's uh, it looks about the size of a small tent. Mm-hmm. And um, it weighs eight pounds. 
It's made out of steel, stainless steel mesh, foam, enamel paint. And Colonel Sanders is stretched, his body is stretched across the entire thing, like hugging it. He's protecting the people inside. He's on the he's, lookout. He's on the watch. <laughs> he's protecting you from the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's $10,000. There's only one made in the world. Oh, and it's a, there's a chicken leg for the handle to open it. Why would anyone want this? What What does it do? Like, does it, does it, what? I don't understand the point of this. Is it just a viral I mean, marketing campaign? It's how you escape from the internet when it's in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like the padded room I need to go to when I think the internet is like infiltrating my body. It's all over (laughs) you. It's 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 under your skin. You gotta scratch it out, okay? Sometimes the internet's in you. Oh my God, strap me down. Sam, the internet isn't here. The internet's not real. I can feel the internet on me. Faraday cages intrigue me a lot. So what I don't I what, what is it? Like why? Why what are they or why do they wh- why so are what they, a they thing? are? Well because like some cuz your phone is listening to you, Sam. Oh it's my listening. God. Okay? Be quiet. <laughs> Facebook's listening. <laughs> it's listening. Uh I'm scared about our Google Home, honestly, and we're about to have another one in the bedroom and I'm like scared of it. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised Google's going to know when you're having sex, when you're shitting, what you're eating, what you hate, well, what you our like. our sleep our sleep number knows when we're having sex. It tells us on the app. Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> you need it's, to disable that strange. feature, honey. It's Well, it's not a feature. It's just like, you were restless in bed. It's like, <laughs> it's like no uh-oh. shit, Sherlock. <laughs> um, don't you, I mean, it's like, don't journalists use it? Like, did you ever see the Edward Snowden movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. He makes them all put their cell phones in the microwave. Because mm-hmm. I guess my, micro, do our microwaves really like Faraday cages? I have no idea I mean, I know takes. that they they're supposed to like... Because microwaves emit microwave energy, microwaves. And so the microwave itself is supposed to contain the microwaves enough so that it doesn't, like, escape the microwave. I said microwave Mm -hmm. about a hundred times. So I I don't know if it does anything with, like, cell phone signals or RF signals. Because aren't those different? I don't know. I have no idea what. Isn't there just, that place? Is that it is. is it in like Virginia or something that it's like a like a couple square miles of like dead zone where like you aren't allowed to have any electronic devices because like NASA does testing there with their really like expensive sensitive equipment and they can't have any interference or whatever. I don't have no idea. Have you I've, heard of this? That's right by me. I don't know anything about that. I don't. I don't. I don't remember <laughs> what it's called. I'm sure someone would mention it. Um, I can't. Just can't remember off the top of my head. How do you? Is it like a zone you had to have to drive through? Well, yeah. I think like I think there's people there who like literally think that like like cell phone radiation gives them headaches or whatever. They like move there and claim that like oh. they. Like okay. feel better or whatever. But I think that it's it's the reason why that it's there. I think that it's a it's like a military outfit or a scientific outfit where they like literally cannot have any sort of cell phone energy or any of those interfering waves because they're doing some sort of tests or whatever. Um, but people move there to get away from it all and like actually unplug from everything. And they claim that it, they feel better because they're sensitive to those sort of things. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if the Internet's inside of you, but I, I just I think there. that everyone should have like a designated hours where they're like not allowed to have the Internet every day. Mm-hmm. Like and I need that. That's I like need coming that. from. Yeah, I think most people do. And I like no cell phone. I think you should just not have anything for like an hour minimum a day. Because like, what's the first thing I do when I wake up? I check my phone. What's the first yeah. thing I do before I go to bed? I check my phone. I am always on my phone. Like I bring it to the bathroom with me. Oh, same. Like I, I always have it. Even yeah. when I'm walking down the street, I'm on my phone. I'm not looking at traffic signals. I'm ready like, for you I'm to get stupid. hit, honey. Oh, uh, the I'm traffic ready. signals are so nice in DC, though. Ooh, uh, I didn't know. They start the countdown immediately. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. it'll be like sixty seconds, and you're like, okay, I got time. Oh yeah, I don't have to jump oh, in front of the traffic. I got time. I got time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, should we move on to our favorite things about that time? Sure. Let's do it. These are a few of our favorite things. Ooh. So do you have like 10 favorite things this week or am I only expecting one? Just one. Oh, just one. So what is it? Red Velvet's new album. Ooh. Oh, I saw that. I knew that they came out with a new album, but I didn't listen yet. Oh, honey, you're you're not a revel of it all. I'm not. I'm not. Honestly, I'm not. (laughs) 
Um, no, it's called, so the album is called Perfect Velvet. It's mm-hmm. their second full-length album. The title track is Peekaboo. Mm. And the music video is them as murderers. They're like, it's very witchy. Oh, yeah. Is this the one where they like, they like assassinate a fucking pizza boy or whatever? Yes. So oh, they yeah. like, they like, it's their thing to like kill delivery boys or something. They've got like all these trophies in their house of like the delivery boy shirts. Ooh. And yeah, that's very witchy. He's like on a table surrounded by candles. Into it. It's so awesome. And um, I don't know. I just, I think they're, they're like on a whole other level than all the other girl groups. Mm-hmm. Like, like twice as. It just twice blows their twice. last song out of the water. Yeah, twice. it's hard to compare anything to Twice because they're just basic as fuck. Like, oh yeah, and that's why they're basics are so a really popular. good phrase to describe Twice. I feel like they're super basic. Yeah, um, they're, they're like low tier, entry level. Yeah, yeah, situation. Um, but there are so many other good songs on the album. My other favorite is Attaboy. Oh, okay. It's really good as a jam. It's kind of like if Destiny's Child like was a K-pop group. Ooh. It's really interesting. It's a really interesting song. Um, yeah, check it out. I would have bought the physical copy of the CD because usually K-pop albums are packaged really nicely, but for some reason they just put this one in like a shitty jewel case. And what? I was like, eh, I'll just buy it online. Yeah, like why would I buy the physical copy unless it was special compared to the digital? Like Exactly. Like Korean albums, like the major releases like almost never come in jewel cases and i'm like why do they do this to them mm, i don't know it's usually weird. like yeah like sm usually will put out like multiple versions of it so oh, like yeah. multiple covers so you'll have to buy like four of them mm-hmm. but i don't know it's weird i think it may be because i feel like they're going to repackage it okay that makes and sense. release like an ultimate version and mm. get another single out of it or something. I don't know. Oh my but. god! So how many tracks is on Red Velvet's new? Is it an album or is it an EP? What is it? It's an album. It's a full length album. I think there's nine. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Excited. like a it's full length. Good songs. Wendy's amazing. Oh, Wendy. they all look like amazing murderers. Yeri's wearing a shirt. They're all wearing like rainbow sequence things Ooh. in like the music video. And Yeri's actually says something about like love everybody. It's got like an LGBT thing on it. Ooh, they're and they trying. mentioned it. Well, they mentioned it in a they were interviewed by Billboard. Billboard always like interviews uh, the big K-pops, the big K-pop uh, comebacks. And um, Wendy, of course, lived in Canada and I think the U.S. for a while. And she was talking about like, yeah, they 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 see what their fans are interested in and like they're all gays honey they're all gays yeah exactly like <laughs> like every male that's your fan in the u.s is a homo oh yeah and i think that sm i like i know that korea is more conservative than us in a lot of things like that mm-hmm. but i feel like sm is kind of like reflecting even if it's just to make money like kind of what the kids are into like I mean, what yeah. the issues are to us lgbt you know? culture is marketable now so yeah that's true that's true mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's still it's good a, it's still good representation especially in korea which is yeah. a, lot, a lot more conservative as you said and lgbt and social issues yeah so well i'll have to pick it cool. up that sounds really Toast. good i remember Check i saw um i either i think i saw the teaser for that music video or i saw screenshots on tumblr of the music video but i haven't listened to the song or actually seen the video yet so i need to do that yeah, check it out. It's good. The live stages are good. It's all fabulous so far. I hope they do. I hope it gets a lot of recognition like their last single. Hell yeah. Is there any is is Lucky on it? Lucky Lucky? Lucky Lucky Lucky? Oh honey, lucky. you're in the last That's two comebacks ago. I know it's crazy. I've Oh, I, come on. I love man. Rookie so much. It's such a good song. I mean, it's a jam. Um Red but, Flavor was really I think they Red Flavor was really popular. That was their last one. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're like they're not super concerned about the success of this one. Like, obviously, they're riding off of that success. But, right. like, I don't... It's It would be hard to live up to Red Flavor. I mean, I, think, I just hope they get so. more uh, publicity than Girls' Generation's last comeback, R.I.P. Yeah, well... Re- remember that? Remember Gigi? They, they're all going to, like, different agencies now. That's true. Oh, yeah. Lord. Well, yeah. good favorite thing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. What's yours? Mine is also K-pop related. Oh my god! Um, also, I didn't realize that BTS was on the American Music Awards, which I think is weird because I feel they're like they're on the AMAs. Yeah, they're, they're going to be on Jimmy Kimmel, and they're going to be on Ellen. Yeah, I feel like that's weird. I mean, it's it's not weird because K-pop, I feel like, tries to make it mainstream. They try to come to the West, like 
sometimes like, I mean, they tried to do it with Boa. Didn't they try to do it with the Wonder Girls? Well, they didn't even try with BTS. Like, this is not an American advancement. BTS is sort of like this crazy fucking phenomenon where, like, they're the amount of fans they have is crazy, like, Mm. in Korea alone. But then also, they've got a lot of American fans, and it's just like, it's a crazy amount. Like, for whatever reason, they're, I don't think they're particularly part of a good company. I don't even know who they're under, but like, they are insane. Something about them that's like something about them, something about their music. It just appeals to a lot of people. I'm not a big, boy group fan well yeah that's the thing for me it's like i was like oh wow bts is gonna be on the amas i literally know nothing about boy groups because i'm a homosexual and i like love girl groups so much i like i don't listen to any k-pop boy boy groups at all so i I didn't watch them on the amas though did they i I mean i didn't watch the amas period oh sure sure. um i heard it was high energy though i heard it was they did good i didn't christina aguilera do like a whitney houston thing wasn't there drama well, I heard that Pink cringed during it. Yeah, the cringe was funny, and then Pink was like, I wasn't cringing, or whatever. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, I didn't hear that she responded or anything. Yeah, I think that I she was... I didn't see. It, that, I didn't watch the Christina performance, but it sounds interesting to me, I guess, because, like, I don't... Like, they have very different voices. Well, yeah, so I watched it, and it... <laughs> I don't know if it's just Christina's voice or her personality, but it's like she Christina-fied the entire performance. Like, I feel like it, there was like, I feel like Whitney was on the back burner, whoever she was. Like, I can't remember. Was it, I think, was it a Whitney Houston? I think it was. I think so. I think she did the bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack but it was stuff. like, she did like all of her like, like Christina things. Sure. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, you are Christina performing it, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like she kind of bastardized all of Whitney Houston's songs Uh-oh. a little bit. Well, there, that one is a, a Dolly Parton original. Oh, that's song. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh. oh, yeah. Hearing Dolly sing it is like, I guess it's one of those songs where like everyone's got to put their own twist on it. Like, yeah, Dolly's version sounds completely different totally from Whitney's. Different. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I haven't heard it. So interesting. Anyways, so BTS, blah, 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 not my favorite thing. So I was really confused. Oh, <laughs> no, God, no, it's not my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> I was really confused because I remember you, I think you put this, you you put this on a, the playlist that you gave me. It was Free Somebody by Luna. And it's yeah. such a good fucking song. And I, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, I came across a song um just like a couple days ago i think i came across my tumblr feed or someone retweeted it on twitter or something and it's not that old it's it's i mean it's not completely new it came out in may of this year and it's by luna but it's not l-u-n-a it's l-o-o-n-a they were my favorite thing like a couple weeks ago sam oh my god see i'm always so late to the circle they did yeah, that's a, they Luna. The whole group hasn't debuted yet. Yeah, so I was looking it up on Wikipedia, and it's like they uh, uh, do they have like eighteen members that are going to come out like next. I don't year? know how many their total roster is, but they're like very slowly releasing them. I think yeah, they're doing like interesting a, a year and a half release schedule. They're like all getting solos. They're putting them into subgroups. Odd Eye Circle has been like my favorite mm-hmm. um, subgroup. Like, I would be happy with them as their own group, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I haven't listened to a lot of the singles. I know they just, either they just debuted another one or they're just about to. And mm-hmm. they've got, like, the, these themes for each of them. It's really weird. Well, the one that but I... it's working a little. Yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of people are, like, intrigued by it. The one that I came across was from May of this year. And it's Kim Lip. And it's called Kim Eclipse. Lip. She's in Odd Eye Circle. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. called Eclipse and it's like, oh, wow. It just, it's one of those that I, I just came across and I was like, okay, this is a fucking jam. So yeah, it's, uh, the music video is really good. She's like dancing on a fucking pedestal with like some, some like hot Korean girls and she's super pretty and it's like half in black and white and half with like red lights on her. Um, and the song is like simple, but like not too simple, but it has a really good beat. It's definitely an earworm. Um, but yeah, I just, it's one of those things. Like I tell people like, like Joe talks about shit three weeks ago and then I come across and I'm like, oh, this is fun. And of course, Joe is always already talked to me about it, but I just forget. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty into this like Luna like situation with all of these like singles and all these like subgroups like you were talking about. But I'm just like confused. Like, why would they name their, themselves Luna with two O's when there's already a group called Luna with a U? Well, Luna with a U is not a group. Luna with oh, a that, U is a person. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. She's in um, FX. 
Oh. Yeah, that's Luna from FX who did the uh, Free Somebody. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, honey. I mean, I don't know shit. I don't know shit. I'm just, I'm just treading <laughs> the waters of K-pop. There are a lot of weird. I mean, of course, there are a lot of weird Korean group names. Mm-hmm. Um, they and they use like those the weird symbols to spell Luna too. Yeah, it's, it's like not it's like stylized English very letters. oddly. Yeah, it's very interesting. To be honest, so Kim Lip is one of the ones who's been really popular since she came out. There's been like two or three that have been really popular. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna flop once they all come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So they're they're aiming for like 2018, right? Yeah, like sometime next year. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to all debut together and it's like there's already an oversaturation oversaturation of like girl groups right now yeah it would be really hard i don't know to come out with the new girl group right now yeah like why why are you doing this i mean and a lot of these girls have like really good voices and really good like solo um singles yeah yeah so i'm like part of me is like if there's going to be a lot of drama with all of these like voices together in my opinion, like if they when they put them all into a giant fucking group. Did you read that there were going to be 18? Well, OK, mm. the the thing that I read was that um, so starting in October 2016 and lasting 18 months, there's a new release of a single oh. album or extended play. So I guess it's not it's not 18. People. No, 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 no. That's because like one month they released group stuff. Oh, OK. Um, Yeah, I don't think it's like a new person's. Every month. Apparently there's nine members so far. Yeah, I've heard rumors of like three or four more that oh haven't God. been released. That's so yeah. many. So that's still, a, that's still a really big group. And there's already like, what are they fucking called? Like Cosmic Girls or whatever oh who God. are a big group. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Big groups, it's so easy for their... There's usually just ends up being like two, one or two really popular members and everyone else just hates their lives. Well, yeah. And like, they are in debt for the rest of their lives. <laughs> oh, Korea. Because <laughs> they can never pay off like their training fees. Well, like the like, thing is, is like, why? I don't know why you would put a bunch of like really good singers in a group. Like, why not just do a twice thing where you have like two mediocre singers and then the rest can't sing? <laughs> Honey, those two mediocre singers, they're struggling as well. (laughs) They are. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Naon singing live is just, like, painful. Rut row. Oh, my God. I'm not a Naon fan. Anyways, so my favorite thing this week is something that was Joe's favorite thing three weeks ago. Well, my favorite thing was was them as a group, was the Odd Eye Circle Yeah, I haven't seen the... I think I've seen clips of uh, Kim Lip's single... But I haven't like gotten into any of them as uh, individuals. So well, I think check it this out. is my gateway drug into Luna since there's like so many different girls, with so many different personalities oh, and it's like still happening. Don't invest too much time. In them. OK, OK. okay. I won't gonna, I won't throw uh-huh. all my chips in this bucket. <laughs> I've done that with a few groups before. I'm like, and then oh, you're just completely good. disappointed. Oh, my God. There was this group that when all the new girl groups were debuting, I don't even remember what they were called now. But they had a song I listened to on repeat. Uh-oh. And then, like, you, I never heard from them again. They it's all like they're gone. Went to the worker camps or whatever. They're, like, disappeared. It's weird. Oh, Lord. I hope uh, we'll maybe, see. Luna, that won't happen to <laughs> You know, it's we'll hard. See. Oh, yeah. There's because there's so many. There's so many girl groups, so many girls, so many girls in Korea. Just so many I'm girls. I'm going to have the video music video ready to go. R2G. Well, good favorite things. Lots of lots of good Korea. Good favorite things. Oh, my oh, God. Lots, of, lots of K-pop. Love it. I love it. I love every second of it. Love it. Well, we have a couple questions, don't we? What do we have? We do. Well, we got an email and a text. Okay. Well, whichever first. Doesn't matter. All right. I'll do the email. Uh, hey, guys. I don't know if you're fans of Park and Recreation, but I really enjoy the classic Treat Yourself episode. I recently celebrated my 26th birthday, and it got me thinking about how I'd like to have my own day to treat myself. If you plan the perfect day for yourself, money not an issue, what would you do? Maybe Sam could take his rice cooker to the park, and Joe could introduce his fella to Sonic's mozzarella sticks. Thanks for answering my question, Jay. That's actually a really good question, because what does your fella think of Sonic mozzarella sticks? He didn't know there was, like, there's a Sonic in D.C. It's, like, kind of on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really want to go there alone. But. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> as I don't actually even really know what the neighborhood's like that it's in. But um, he's had Sonic before, I think. Mm. But I don't think he really knows it. You well, know. he's from. Spend time Is he from it. the Midwest? Where's he from? 
He is. He's from Kansas. Okay. Okay. There's Sonic in Kansas, right? I think so. I don't think it was like a thing for him growing okay. up. Though. Like, like for me, it was, you know, every couple miles, everyone from high school worked there. It was like the town hot spot. It's just what you did. Uh, now I want you cheesy know? tots. Oh, my God. Fuck. They, all they do is they melt like a craft single on those. But Honestly, it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what would you do with your, uh, with with your my, treat yourself day? My treat myself day. Yeah. Um, it would definitely involve like for either lunch or dinner. Um, oh God, I would like fly all of my friends to like a centralized location. Like we all go to New York. Or we'd all go to okay. Seattle or we would all go somewhere like I since money is no issue. I'd fly everyone out somewhere and we would all get like dinner or lunch somewhere and it would be sushi because I love sushi so much. I think it's delicious. Um, but I don't know. I think like a, a, a treat yourself day. I've never had like a um, a massage before, like a good Ooh, uh-huh. like deep tissue massage. I've never like had a pedicure or anything like that. These are like, these are like, you know, total white mom things, but I've just, I've never experienced them before. And I'd be totally open to like go to the spa with like a couple friends or like get pedicures done and just get pampered for the day. I feel like that'd be so much fun and be so relaxing. And it's something that I've never done before. And I go to like the super fancy places, like in the Swiss Alps or some crazy shit, the really expensive place. Um, well, it would take time to get there. That's true. That's very true. But I guess your day could start like once you got there. Yeah, I guess. So just like getting pampered, doing something like that. Um, I don't know, like cucumber eyes sort of situation. I hear that's bad for your eyes, actually. It can Is give it? you eye infections. Uh, okay. N- let's let's nix the cu- cucumber <laughs> eyes. Let's not do that. Um, but ending they, it with like a really nice. They'll find something to put on your eyes. Oh, they'll yeah. Find okay. something. They'll just gouge out my eyes with a spoon. <laughs> they'll give me Android eyes. And then um, fly all my friends out to like a nice fancy sushi restaurant somewhere and like have sushi and chit chat and talk over drinks. Or something. something very, very like, cool, calm, collective, but like also super expensive. Mm-hmm. So, what about you? I think mine would be, I think I would want to not talk to anybody at all. Like, I would want to, like, fly to South America. Mm. And what's that stuff that, like, all the white people go to South America to do? Like, drug. I want to do the ayahuasca. <laughs> okay, Chelsea Handler. <laughs> and I want to like spend the entire day enclosed in a room having an emotional experience. Throwing up in a bucket and hallucinating. Throwing up in a bucket and hallucinating <laughs> is like my self-care day. Oh, that sounds like a good self-care day. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to do. And there would be like a buffet table in the back. Of packed just with like Just like Cheez-Its, mozzarella sticks. You just put a bucket in the corner. I can shit in it. I can barf in it. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, honey, if you aren't throwing up from the ayahuasca, you're probably throwing up from those mozzarella sticks that they imported from, you know, <laughs> Arkansas you know, six weeks ago to South America. Probably so. Oh, God but bless. I'd love to do of, ayahuasca. That'd be super it would fun. Be fu- we should go do it and then do the podcast there. God. Imagine. Let's get that sponsor. Us tripping balls for an hour, like with between us puking in a bucket next to us. I wonder if it like mixes with any of our medications. That would be like Probably. my number one. Yeah, that would be my number one concern. Yeah, it's like, is this going to give me a seizure? Like, I don't. I, what yeah. are what are the drug interactions here? I need to check with my doctor. Yeah, exactly. What a great self care day. Yeah, that's my idea of self care. <laughs> like even escaping from everyone and even myself. Okay. God bless. That's what I want. Good question. Really. Good question, Jay. Thank you very much. Uh, and we've got a text message. Mm. Uh, hi, hey Sam and Joe, it's Julian again from NC. I've got a question for each of you, and then, well, I'm going to only read the question that's for both of us. Okay. Because um, I might save the other ones for later. Okay. So the question for both of us is, uh, if you could play a video game like the first time you played it, which would you choose? No knowledge about any part of the game. As always, thanks so much for this podcast. It's making grad school a lot less stressful when, can I, when I can just hang out for an hour with you guys every week. And then he put every color heart emoji. Oh, I didn't know you were a homosexual. Oh, I knew. I know Julian from Twitter. I know. (laughs) Is Julian hot? I'm just assuming Julian's hot. Everyone's hot. Honestly, there's so many people that follow us. Well, okay, they follow you and then they follow me by proxy. (laughs) 
because yeah. 99% of the people that are here are for me. They have good taste in people. I guess so, but they're always really they, hot. Like so many yeah. people that like listen I, to the podcast and are like a, a fan of us. You know, I always write I feel no like you just, No, you just got lucky. <laughs> you just got lucky. I, I just... Uh, I just attract beautiful people. Beautiful inside and out. Well, when you okay? were buying all of your followers, you could choose if they were beautiful or not, right? Honey, if I could buy my followers, I'd have a lot more than I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Can I get an amen? All right. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so a video game that we could play from scratch that we've never, like, that we... Like could. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, mine would be Earthbound because I feel like it's such a, I don't want to say quirky, but it's really quirky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I hate that fucking word now. But quirky. It's, it's one of those situations where it's just, it's very, it's so different from any other JRPG out there. Um, and it's just, it's such an eclectic game with such a distinct personality. Um, and it like really makes you feel like you, 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 there's some like emotional things that happen in this game. Um, that you're like, oh shit. Like, wow. I didn't know I like actually feel this while I was playing a video game. And all my friends told me like when I first started, when I first played Earthbound for the first time, just like, oh, like three or four years ago, I played it. And they were like, remember how you feel right now because you're never going to feel this way ever again playing this game. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, wow. Like they were so into it. And I was like, oh, yeah. And it was it was great. It was a great experience. It's like doing ayahuasca, except with less ayahuasca and probably less throwing up. But yeah, Earthbound's my choice for me. What about you? That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Um, I think mine would be Tomb Raider 4. Ooh. Last revelation. Oh. But I think I would also have to like wipe out my memory of every game like in history after that. Because the mm. controls are like if I were to play it now for the first time, I'd be like, these controls are fucking awful. <laughs> like the reason but I if like you didn't it now. Know any better than... Exactly. Like if I didn't know joysticks existed or, mm-hmm. you know, like everything wasn't Good controls. made on a block. Exactly. Yeah. Then I would I would love it still again. That's or, a good you one. know, maybe Orms. <sighs> Arms. I mean, you're the only person on earth that plays <laughs> arms. So, honey, I'm going to start entering tournaments. I'm ready. Are there like arms. actual? Are there local tournaments in? Uh... Um, there are a lot of online tournaments, and there are a lot of like regional ones. Okay. It's one of those communities. It's kind of like the Smash community, mm. and like like Smash Melee community is still crazy for whatever fucking reason. Melee mm-hmm. was like the game. Um. And it's like that. It's like the people who are into it are really, really into, into it. it. Well, hopefully it's not nearly as toxic as the Smash community. Um, I don't know much about it. I used to follow the subreddit, but then I got confused. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah. Everyone seems really nice in the ARMS community. Like every time I stream it, a lot of like ARMS people will come in. who have So like, many I ARMS. Yeah, they don't know who I am. I don't know who they are. And like they just really like it when people play the game so it like gets more known nice they aren't like completely throwing homophobic slurs at you immediately no it's surprising because oh, so i always nice. talk about i always talk about like the characters butts and stuff i like, mean max, the butts max are breath. very noticeable you can't Idiot. not notice the butts and arms and i just want to say the game is a lot more intricate than people think i'm sure like, there are like there's strategies. Dozens. There's dozens of different arms. Every char- every character has their u- only unique ability. Like it's there are hundreds or thousands of different matchups you can have, and you have to know what combats what. And it's it's very complex. interesting game. It is very complex. It's a very complex fighting game. Well, I, I hope- was happy to see it up for nomination for like fighting game of the year. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, for like whatever that side is. I don't know. There's so many game awards. I don't feel like they really mean anything. Right. But- like, whatever. It's nice to see that. Well, nice. Well, I when you, when you become an arms champion, I hope you remember orms. the little people. You have to in say orms. 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 It's like worms. It's like kind of like worms, but orms. 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 Oh, Lord, good questions, you guys. Like Thank orms. you so much. Good questions, Jess. Thank you guys so much. Um, and as usual, well, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Happy of Thanksgiving, course. Americans. And um, we will have a. We'll be back next week with a regular episode, and then there will also be a bonus episode next week for the Patreon patrons. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will see you guys next week. That sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show, samandjoe.com. 
You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt and more, visit our Spreadshirt at Spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show. Show!